Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss, along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. And I guess first off, which we should say is... Happy All Saints Day. 56 years ago, the New Orleans Saints were awarded a franchise and wow, good timing right after a 24-0 shutout. Yeah, uh, man, I didn't realize that, but um, yeah, it was good timing. 56 years. 56, yeah, it was, it was uh, 19. No, it's always, it's, believe me, it's the, it's the way I remember because it's, it's always All Saints Day. <laughs> and so it's November 1st, and it was 1966 when the Saints became the 16th franchise and it's about now, you know, they've doubled it uh, and they could probably have tripled it if they wanted to because of the, the interest is is sure there. But and I, what I think is funny is that the Falcons were the 15th franchise. So they came in in 66. Saints came in 67. So the, the rivalry was was built in. Uh, yeah, it sure was. So, I mean, we could talk about that Raider game. I've looked through the game book so many times. There are so many unique aspects of it. But in the end, I think, and, and I hope you'd, you'll agree, that it comes down to everything that Dennis Allen and you've talked about is stop doing the things that keep you from winning, and good things will happen. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, um, it did. Look, we didn't have any turnovers. We uh, uh, did a good job on third down, both offensively and defensively. Um, you know, it was remarkable that I didn't, and I didn't realize it until after the game, that, that they hadn't crossed the 50-yard line until that last drive. Um, I remember that happening once before in New York against the Giants uh, some time ago, and they didn't cross the uh, 50, I think, for the whole game. And it was a, a you know pretty pretty uh, handy win for us then, but uh, it just goes to show you that um, if you you know play good offense, control the ball, control the clock, run the ball, and play uh, uh, the defense we're capable of, then then look what happens. And Alvin Kamara, who was so strong Sunday. And, you know, Alvin, not always the most outspoken one, but he talked a lot last week. But I thought it was interesting that he was very quick to point out Sunday post-game that, hey, you know, swagger's not one victory. Swagger's consistency. Swagger's doing it week in and week out. And I thought that was interesting to, to for him to say that right off the bat because it's true. It was, it's a huge win. And as you we've always talked about, it's one at a time, one at a time. But just his play Sunday and kind of his impact really emotionally for this team. Yeah. Um, I think it's been documented that, it, that, uh, you know, some of the things that he said, uh, after the week before and, and, uh, you know, about, about getting our swagger back as a team and understanding what, you know, what the culture of the saints has been and, and getting back to that. And look, words are awesome. Uh, especially when they come from somebody, 
that doesn't do a lot of talking, but um, his play on the field um, backs up those words. And, and uh, we had nine receptions and 62 yards rushing and and uh, uh, three TDs. And it was just, you know, he led us to that victory. Um, and he's right. You know, one victory is great, but we're looking to try to string uh, uh, an amount together. Was there anything to, that when you went through the stats that, that, that to me, and again, you know, we, we could talk game book for, for an hour, but the ability to, to really control the offensive line for the Saints and defensive line, Josh Jacobs, 43 yards uh, until the, late in the fourth quarter, uh, Devontae Adams did not have a reception. He did have a, a run from, from minus one, but to be able to kind of get in, in Derek Carr's head and shut down Josh Jacobs and, and Devontae Adams, who both had come in enormously hot. Was that, you know, in your area, in your mind early on, was that kind of a big key for Sunday? Yeah, I think this, I, look, we've played good defense uh, for a number of years here, and, and that defense has been built on, on um, you know, defending the run really well. Um, putting some pressure on the quarterback and then giving our our back end a chance to make plays and you know we got back to that we had we had uh, um, you know I thought that was the best game that our D line has played our front seven in particular uh, against the run uh, uh, and then they were able to pin their ears back and get pressure on the quarterback uh, it was great to have Paulson Adebo back um, at corner at at, at um, it probably hasn't been emphasized how important that is having him back there and and then having the rookie Alante Taylor um, step up and play well um, that you know he, he played like a veteran and so um, those are all important elements and I think Tyron Matthew probably had his best game as a saint um, and I think Marcus Mays getting his legs back under him after you know missing some time for injury so a lot of things came together in that game and, and manifested itself in, in, a, in a good performance. It's hard to get a shutout in the NFL, really hard. And, and uh, um, so kudos to our defense. Um, um, and look, our offense played well. We, we had 34, 35 minutes of, of time of possession. So we dominated that area by, on the other side of the ball, being able to run it um, and being able to convert third down. So it was a good, good performance all around. You're right about shutouts. I mean, it's, you know, at the Superdome, you know, 2022, then the one before, prior was 2012 with Tampa. And then you have to go back to 1991, back when the Saints won the their first NFC West uh, division. So you're right. I mean, they are they are hard to come by. And I just felt like they, they, they still have R's next to their name, and that's Olave and Alante Taylor. But I, I just totally agree with what you just said about Taylor. He just seems to have that kind of – that special kind of uh, attitude on the field that you need to have, that you can't back down, that you, you're going to get beat. You know, it is what it is. But he's he seems to have that in each game. He, they still have the R next to their name, but it certainly does not feel like it. Well, I think especially at that position, I mean, you have to have a short memory. You have to have uh, confidence that I would say is has to be borderline arrogance. Um and, you know, it's almost like here's a rookie playing that uh, maybe didn't realize it's Devontae Adams on the other side of the field. But uh, I know he did, but but he uh, he did well, and, and it was good to see. And, same with and the, we needed it because right. of the injuries we've had to position. 
And he's, he's you know, he, he watches and plays with and learns from Marshawn Lattimore, who has that same kind of attitude. It's a, it, you're right. You have to have a short memory, so you and you have to. You're going to get beat. You got to get right back in there. And it's uh, it's been impressive to watch, as has been, and we'll spend a lot more time uh, throughout this show talking about linebackers and Pete Werner and Demario Davis as a as a duo. You've run a lot of two linebackers. That you use Caden Ellis as well, but you're in a lot of two. And it's just each week we end up saying the same thing that God, Pete Werner and Demario Davis. What what an amazing game. Yeah, um, I think, you know, we've talked about Pete um, a number of times during the season. He's played well. He's made that, um, that you know, advance from his, his rookie year to the second year and, and had a nice leap. Um, I think he had 11 total tackles and, and uh, passed the fence in the game. And, look, Demario is just that guy that we've, you know, we almost take him for granted. He's been here for a number of years, and, and every year he's got um, – you know, great performance every game. He's, he's consistent. He's steady. And um, I think sometimes because of that, we overlook it. Enough times passed. It happened, you know, before. Like, that that decision, that move that you guys made to get him from the Jets, how, how, was that – I mean, did, did they think or – I can't remember the exact circumstances that maybe he was, you know, maybe had a year or two left because whatever, whatever happened, that was a great pickup. Yeah, that was, look, that was a good job by our pro personnel department uh, in evaluating a player that that they liked a lot. And and uh, you know, listen, our philosophy, generally speaking, in free agency has been to try to find uh, guys that that are I'm not going to say bargains because it's still significant money, but guys in that mid level range that that um, um, can contribute and be good players for us. And and I would say. You know that's what we thought of Demario when we got him, and and then since he's been here, I think his play has been um, you know better than we uh, certainly ever expected. We'll take a quick break. We will be back here with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. It is the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We are speaking with Executive Vice President, General Manager 
uh, of the Saints, Mickey Loomis. And we obviously, after that shutout, do spend a lot of time talking about the defense. But that offensive line still banged up on the left side. But from the center to the, to the right side, I mean, they opened up some holes for Kamara, Taysom Hill, who had just a yard less um, than, than Alvin. They have been playing, uh, especially like a Cesar Ruiz, who to me took took had a, had a rough 2021 season, uh, but he just feels like he's made such strides, and that's just me being you know a fan. I, you, you tell me. Yeah, I, well, I think you've hit the nail on the head here. I, I, you know, we've talked about it internally that that uh, you know Caesar, just like Pete, has has made a leap um, in performance from last year to this year, and and let's give credit to. Um, you know, Zach Streif and Doug Marone, uh, uh, their coaches, you know, it's good to have Doug back in the building. He's, he's a great um, coach and, and does a great job in, in developing players. And I think, uh, you know, he and Zach have made a big difference in terms of, of Caesar and, you know, a number of the other guys. Look, our offensive line has played well, and Eric McCoy is, has made improvement um, over the year. And, and uh I think Ryan Ramchek is kind of getting back to where he was prior to, you know, being hurt last year. Um, and, and James Hurst has done a great job filling in uh, on that left side. Um, and it's been quietly unnoticed, I think, that um, that he's done, done really well for us. So uh, kudos to the offensive line in this game. They were a big part of um, our success on offense. And you know, I think Andy... I don't think he took any sacks. Nope, second straight game. Yep. Yeah, and he might have been hit maybe one time. So uh, it was a clean pocket and and gave him the opportunity to get the ball downfield to some guys and underneath to Alvin uh, on a number of occasions. We're going to talk more about the Dome Patrol, Sam Mills, and the events that are coming up this weekend. But there's, there is some sad news, and I want to read part of a statement. Adam Zimmer passed away. Um, and this is a statement, part of it, from the, the Saints organization. The thoughts and prayers of the New Orleans Saints organization go out to the entire Zimmer family, including Adam's father, Mike, and his two sisters, Corey and Marky, following the passing of Adam Zimmer. We had fond memories of Adam for the four years that he spent in our organization as an assistant coach from 2006 through 09, including serving as a member of our Super Bowl championship coaching staff. You know him, you worked with him. Uh, just t- tell me. You know about him as a, as the coach yeah. and what he meant. Yeah, well, look, Adam. Adam came here in '06. Um, started his coaching career here after after playing at uh, playing football in small college. And, and obviously, you mentioned that he's at uh, Mike Zimmer's son. He came here. He, he he was a quality control coach. Did a great job as a coaching assistant, quality control coach. Um, man, we were all super fond of him. And and man, it's just yeah. You know, this morning when we got that news, it's just like getting a punch in the gut, and and I feel for for his father Mike and his his sisters, and and uh, man, he'll be missed in the NFL community. This Monday night, the Baltimore Ravens come to town, and also you'll be uh, spending some time with uh, the honoring of Sam Mills. His Hall of Fame bust uh, will be part of the halftime uh, halftime show. And also, really, kind of celebrating the Dome Patrol. Every fan that comes will get a Dome Patrol poster that was back in 1988. Is when they took the picture. Uh, it's become uh, a collector's item, and so that is a really cool thing for for fans to have on their seats uh, when they get there Monday night. And of course, the ceremony that you'll be having with Sam, who 
who meant so much to this team and 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 any really team that he came in touch with. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know I, Sam was here on the drum patrol here, you know, a long time prior to um, my tenure here. But I've talked enough with uh, Jim Mora and and a number of the people that were here with those guys, and they they do they just meant so much to the team to the city. Um, it's a unit that. Um, Man, when you talk about the Dome Patrol, it immediately identifies with New Orleans Saints. It's it's part of the uh, uh, the legend, I guess, or the legacy of our team. And, and I'm really happy that, um, along with Sam, we're honoring the whole group um, because it you know it just it just uh, um, you know magnifies that. Uh, that it's not about one person on a team. It's about a group of, of, of teammates. And um, when you have what I think is arguably the best linebacking core in the history of the game, um, that needs to be honored. Um, and I'm glad we're doing it this weekend. And it's, it's funny because I was thinking about that earlier with the, yeah, the Dome Patrol with Sam, Pat, Vaughn, and Ricky. And then, you know, that 06, 09 um, run, you get Jonathan Vilma, Scott Shanley, Scott Fujita, which was another, you know, group that was very, very strong. And now you with Demario Davis, Pete Warner, Caden Ellis has been in that group, Zach Bond. I mean, this, this team's never, you're not defined by linebackers, but that's three kind of genres and three eras of strong, strong play. Yeah, I agree with that. Look, that uh, um, Vilma Shanley Fujita group was fantastic for us, um, both on and off the field. And I guess we just didn't have a cool nickname for them. <laughs> That's right. Like it couldn't come up with that. Don't when when don't patrol. You're always going to be compared to that. So they went. You know what? Let's let's stay away from that. Uh, classic Baltimore team coming into town uh, Monday night. Five and three. They just went on the road and beat Tampa. They are three and one on the road. Two and two at home. I mean, it's a it's a classic. Uh, you know, John Harbaugh team, right? I mean, they're going to run it at you and they're going to be physical and. And a big challenge for for this football team. Yeah, and look, that's just you know, Baltimore is one of those organizations. Um, they've had a lot of stability there. You know that you know you're going to have um, a fight on your hands every time you play them, and you're going to have to beat them. They're not going to beat themselves because they're well coached uh, and they have a great culture there. So um, we're going to have to bring our A game on Monday night and. You know, I know our fans will be there with their A game. Uh, it'll be a difficult place to play in the Dome. And uh, um, we need to make it difficult for them. Um, we've had games, you know, it feels like we've had some games against, you know, these mobile quarterbacks that can run that have been, been hard on us. And so we've got to come up with some answers for Lamar. And, and part of that is doing exactly what we did this last weekend, which is uh, control the ball on offense, not turn it over, be able to run it. Um, and and keep their offense off the field. And maybe, and we'll find out later this week. I'm not really asking the question, but get some some people back. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm I'm I don't know if I'm the only one, but I'm I'm one that's waiting around Saturday afternoon for to, for the roster moves because I know you've had to really do some some hard decisions and juggle some players around. I think prior to I think the Cincinnati game, it was seven roster moves on Saturday, Arizona was four, and only two last week. So, uh, you know, that's a, that's a good trend to be to be moving in as far as getting some players back. And again, we'll, we'll know more this week, but just in that regard, it's, it's, it, that's been, been better, I would assume. 
Yeah, it has been better. As, trend, as you said, it's trending the right direction. And uh, look, we've got an extra day this week, so that helps as well. And they, although they, I, I never, I was going to ask you like, what impact did you felt like that mini buy had? Because Baltimore comes in, they have, they're they're having it now. They had the Thursday night game with Tampa, and they get a, an extra day, so it's a mini buy plus one. But it it you know it doesn't feel like much. Well, it's a couple days to get to get home, but. You know, hit that reset button, but it, it certainly felt like it it had a big impact for your football team. Yeah, I, I, it definitely does. Um, it definitely does, especially when you've had a number of injuries and you have, you know, guys not 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 just guys that are playing that ordinarily wouldn't play as much, but even even some of the other guys, the burden falls on them and they end up getting extra snaps, and so the recovery time is is uh, is important. I don't, this is going to be a weird question. You don't have to answer. I'm just curious. Do you, there seems to be some either free agents or we're back and forth with Mark Ingram and Murray and Marcus Williams. I mean, do you know, I mean, I know you know him, but I mean, uh, members of the Baltimore front office, well, it just seems like some teams end up do, working with each other and then some teams don't. You know, I, I'm just curious about that. And uh, we'll say yeah. on the positive side, probably without John Harbaugh and, and, Sean Payton, there's no Will Lutz, you know, as your kicker right now. Right. So it, it works, right. you know, it's a very positive thing too. Well, I think this, look, when when, when uh, your group's been around as long as we have and their group's been around as long as they have, then obviously, you know, you, you tend to get to know them more and you have more business dealings. I mean, I've known Ozzy uh, for a long, long time and Eric Costa and Pat Moriarty there, John Harbaugh. So we, we you know, we, we're very familiar. We've done business on occasion. Um, but you know, you're always you know when it's a good organization who does a good job uh, evaluating players and and has a good roster, you tend to um, pay close attention to the moves that they're making and the players that they have in their camp and and the guys that they uh, 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 you know move on from. So um, that's benefited us a couple times, and obviously it's benefited them a few times. We'll take a quick break. Mike Haas, along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. It is the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. We are speaking with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. Just a couple more as we get set to talk to Pat Swilling here on the second half of the show. But let's first talk about the NFC South. And I was totally joking with Mike Dettelier on last night. It's like, man, I'm never rooting for Carolina again. That 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 was brutal. That was tough to watch uh, with with the Falcons. But as you look at the NFC South, so everybody's kind of played through the first round. So, you, but two of your next three in the South will be here at home. And there's games, you know, between that time. But you, you just want to. That's why the win this past Sunday was important. They all are important. But you want to stay where you can c- control things and still do so in the NFC South. Yeah, it would have been nice if uh, Carolina could have kicked that extra point and won the game, um, and then we'd have been tied for the um, for the top uh, spot. But um, it, it you know didn't happen that way. And look, what well, what else would we expect this season, right? I mean, the way it's you know yeah. everything just seems to be. If you think you know what you know what's going to happen, the NFL reminds yeah. you you don't. Yeah, anything can happen. They made a great play to score a touchdown at the end, and then uh, that. That penalty felt a little unfair. I get that it's the letter of the law, but but um, anyway, look, Atlanta won the game. They they showed a lot of resiliency and and won the game in overtime. So kudos to them. 
but you know, look, we're, we're, we're one game back. Um, we've got games against uh, all of our guys, uh, teams in our division, so we have control of our own destiny, and we just have to, again, no different than last week, we have to focus on, hey, just this game, and, and then we'll just go one at a time and see what happens. We don't have a lot of margin for error here. We've got to put our best foot forward each week, and, and I'm confident that we will. And as we wind up things here, Monday night again with Sam Mills and the Dome Patrol. We're talking with Pat Swilling next to 1991 Defensive Player of the Year, five Pro Bowls, and you know played for Detroit, played for Oakland. Um, he was one of those guys that just a, a, a speed on the outside, a very very gifted athlete from from a linebacking standpoint. When I looked at that picture from 1988, I, I couldn't. Even, he looked so tall and and, and lean. I wasn't, wasn't sure. I thought maybe he might have been. A safety or something, but he, he was an impressive player. Yeah, look, and look, Pat, to this day, I, I just saw him last weekend. I mean, he looks like he can play. He's got that tall uh, build. Uh, he's got length. Uh, I mean, look, that's the way you draw it up for um, you know, a linebacker that can rush the passer. And, and um, you know, we were fortunate enough to have one of his sons here for a while in the practice squad. Uh, great kid. Um, I think he's on San Francisco's, well, maybe not. He was on San Francisco's practice squad for a few weeks. I don't know if he's still there, but, but um, yeah, Pat was a great player. And, look, I know you mentioned that he played for a couple of other teams, but let's just face it, Pat Swilling is, was, uh, was and is a saint for life. I Believe me, I had totally forgotten that. I knew he went to Detroit, because you know, but I had forgotten he played for Oakland. So but you're right, believe me, yeah. it's just the seven years in New Orleans uh, that we're talking about, and most of those awards that I talked about came uh, in those seven. Mickey, it's going to be a huge one Monday night. We look forward to it. We appreciate your time and, uh, you know, continued success one game at a time. But we, we, we feel, I feel, certainly we in the city feels what a difference uh, it makes, you know, coming off of a victory on Sunday. Yep, absolutely. Let's, uh, let's go get another one on Monday night. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints radio network. Coming up, we've got a special treat for fans. Monday night, of course, the Baltimore Ravens. That's not the treat. The treat is the Dome Patrol is being recognized. There'll be Dome Patrol posters for all fans that come. We'll be honoring the bust of the late Sam Mills, recently enshrined into the Hall of Fame. And we will talk with Pat Swilling of the famed Dome Patrol next, here on the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss joined by a special guest, Pat Swilling. Joined his NFL career with the Saints in 1986. Went on to play seven years for the Saints. Finished up with Detroit and Oakland. Joins us now. And wow, what a what a big weekend coming up. Certainly Sam Mills being in the Hall of Fame. But this weekend, really kind of celebrating the Dome Patrol uh, in general. Dome Patrol posters going out for every fan on Monday night. And then honoring Sam at halftime with his Hall of Fame bust. I mean, I know you're around town all the time, and but this is going to be a special weekend for you. It really will be. You know, all the uh, festivities they're having, uh, not only for Sam, but for Ricky Vaughn and myself. And, um, you know, we're very thankful. But um, it's a great weekend for Sam Mills and his whole family. Uh, Melanie and all the kids are coming down. And, you know, I'm looking forward to fellowshipping with them. Um, all of us, including Ricky, our, every, all of us went to his uh, induction uh, we had a great time. Um, it's just going to be a great weekend, and uh, I'm happy to say decide to uh, to honor him like this. Well, I want to talk. We'll come back to to the Dome Patrol and the posters and stuff. But did you do you watch the Saints? Did you get a chance to see them Sunday against the Raiders? I was there Sunday because it was um, it was um, alumni weekend. Oh, that's right. So was, yeah, there. with uh, with uh, uh, Fred McAfee and Devery and Kevin Mangum. Exactly. So we had a great time. I uh, have a chance to catch up with uh, Brian Ford, Toy Cook, Kaminsky. You know, a bunch of guys came. We had a great time. It was really nice. Now, from a, de- a, a defensive-minded person like you are, and one of the best, that was quite a performance defensively. i tell you what, it was shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Considering, you know, the way they played. Mike, I'm just being honest. I mean, the way they played early on. But, uh, man, they, they, they put it on, played really well. And it goes to show, when your front seven plays well, the back end just, just falls right in line. And our front seven really got after those guys, uh, put the pressure on Carr. Um, you know, Cam Jordan, those guys did their thing. And, you know, our defense played well. I, I tell you, Mike, if they can play like that the next six, seven, eight games, you know, we can, we can really get back in this thing and, uh, and also win the NFC um, – uh, west. I mean, we can win it. I think we're in the NFC West, so we're in the East or the West. We're in the South. You're too old school, no. man. They're in the South. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, I make the same. You know, we you, you grew up and you li- we lived in the the NFC West when you know when you and I were first starting out here. So it is what it is, man. Exactly. But, yeah, NFC South. And it's not. And it's <laughs> we not, can win that thing. That's right. And then you talk about the Saints defense and the change that it made, really. This was a Raider team coming in averaging 27.2 points a game. Josh Jacobs had been unstoppable. Devontae Adams had been unstoppable. So I I don't think I can ever recall a professional football game where the other team did not cross midfield and run its first play 
until the two-minute warning and you were down 24 nothing. I mean, I've just never seen it. I, I didn't either. I, I wouldn't expect that. Now, I, I tell you what really surprised me. My son Trey and Josh Jacobs are real good friends, so uh, Trey took him over to get a haircut. And, man, all he talked about, I'm going to run over to Saints tomorrow. He was just going off. And, man, he had 43 yards. I mean, it, it, it was just amazing to see see such a good offensive team averaging 27 points, and they couldn't even score. I mean, they couldn't even cross the 50. Yeah. Unbelievable. It was, it, was, it was amazing. So It really was. It really was. Can, do you remember the – the scenario that kind of led up to that famous picture outside the Superdome, I believe it was 1988. I know Sam had met, I believe it was Costico's or the the, the, the printing uh, company in 87 when he was at the Pro Bowl. Kind of take me through how it all came about, because I'm sure it was all haphazard and nobody thought, hey, this is going to be the defining moment for the next 10 years of our life, right? No, no none of us did. And, and I tell you, um, when he put it together, you know, I, I think we all were a little skeptical. You know, I was I was young. I was the youngest guy. So, I, you know, I was kind of like, you know, what is this? You know, and nobody was really doing posters. And, you know, we hadn't heard about it. And Sam said, man, we want to do this. We can do this. They want to come shoot us. So, um, man, we got there. I'll never forget that we got there. We wasn't even sure what the gear was going to be. We had no idea what we were going to be in, man. And they brought all this gear out with this army fatigue and all these, you know, the, the guns and everything. And we put everything, the glasses on. And, man, I tell you, it really looked nice. And then we started shooting. And uh, they started showing us the pictures, man. And I tell you what was funny. Uh, Sam had some of his family there. Uh, Ricky Hanna had some of his kids there. And the kids were going crazy how cool it was, just how cool it was. And we were thinking, oh, man, this thing may take off. And man, did it take off! And you're right. Even to the day, that's all people talk about is the Dome Patrol, that poster, uh, all of that. Uh, Mike Hoss, I'm going to be hiding from those people who think I'm going to sign sixty-nine thousand. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's my next sentence. Is that Saints fans, when you get to the game on Monday yeah. night for Baltimore, <laughs> you're going to have that poster sitting in your seat. So, man, what a memento because. You think about how many of them were out there, and then Katrina, and then they become, you know, kind of a collector's item. Uh, you can get them, but, you know, it's kind of strange how something that it's was tough. so prevalent has become a collector's item. It, it's tough to find. And people ask me all the time, do you have that post? Do you have that poster? Yes, I have that poster on my wall, but that was about it. But now, you know, they're going to have about 69 to 70,000 of them floating around. <laughs> it's going to, hey, hey. Five dollars a poster. I'll sign, uh, Mike. So you, you can be my agent, Mike. <laughs> you got because I'm because I'm taking 10%. <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting and really actually uh, awesome that Sam's family, because that's that's basically a little onesie jumpsuit, black jumpsuit they put you guys in, but that's in his locker in the Hall of Fame. I know they sewed the the Louisiana patch on and they had DP bands, oh, yeah, but nice. the, the thing that the the fact that that article of clothing is in Canton, Ohio, to me, just speaks volumes. It really does. It really does. And, uh, you know, it, 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 we're all excited for Sam and, uh, you know, also for Ricky and, 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 and all the dope, all, all of us, you know, and I wish Vaughn was here to see it, but to, to have that, you know, that piece inside of there, I think every time that even my kids see it and um, Ricky and Vaughn's people, we, we will always remember how great those times were. What made, I know what made Sam special as a person because I knew them and you didn't have to know him long to know what made him special as a person. But 
from a football player standpoint, what I mean that he's in the Hall of Fame. What, what, what that's just beyond amazing and so so awesome. But what what made him so special on the football field? Uh, I, I think I think his IQ, how smart he was with his five nine frame, with his ability. Because if you saw Sam Mills today, you you swear he doesn't play pro football. He never played pro football. But but I'm gonna say something too, man. He was relentless. Played played every down. Uh, studied every play. Uh, if there was any way, anything to to really describe who he was, man, I, I just think I don't think overachiever is the word for it. I just think he was he had a relentless pursuit for greatness, man. He wanted to be great, wanted to be good. He wanted to be the best linebacker, man, and and he carried himself and he he he, play, he played that way. But but also he practiced that way, Mike, and you know. That's one thing I think that a lot of us learn to mimic from Sam is bring your hat to work every day. Bring your hat to work. And that's what he did. And I think it rubbed off on all of us, man. And and I think that's why we're so good doing that time. I noticed in the picture, or at least I read something, where they had offered you guys berets, but Sam was the only one that picked, that wore one. And when I first saw the picture, and I hadn't seen it, of course, in years, I went, is that Sam's hair? And now, now I'm going, he just wanted to be tall. <laughs> he wanted to appear taller than 5'9". Yeah, that's why he was wearing that beret. Exactly. It made him a little bit taller. And we, and we teased him about that beret as well. Um, but, uh, man, let me tell you something, man. There is no better person um, than, 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 um, than Sam Mills. And he always um, uh, uh, called me sack man. And, uh, you know, man, it meant something to me. It just meant something to me. And I, I tell people all the time, that was my job. I was sack man, and that's what I was supposed to do. And, hell, I tried to do it the best of my ability. But, um, you know, his affection for all of us, man, and how much we all loved each other. That's another thing, Mike. People don't understand we, we all spent a lot of time together, but we loved each other, man. And, and, and that, you don't find that you know, in, in, in pro sports that much these days. Got to take a quick break, and we'll talk more with former Saints linebacker Pat Swilling. It is the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Welcome back to the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss along with former Saints linebacker Pat Swilling. I thought what was interesting was that the unique skill set that you each had and this was just, and this is, you know, me just being, uh, you know, a uh, reporter back in that time. And I always felt like, and I want to keep you for last, that, I man, Vaughn was just, he had a nose for the ball. He just all, if it was a fumble right. or a pick, he just was a ball hawker, right? And Sam exactly. was just kind of, he, he would, he, he would fill that hole. He knew, he was so smart. He knew what gap the running back was going to go. And he would be there just always. And then Ricky was just, he was just a wild man, right? I mean, Ricky, Ricky didn't care. Ricky didn't care about his body, so you know he didn't care no. about yours. And then you, to me, no. were just such speed on the outside, and then you could swim inside. But I, I can remember so many times that I would, that you and Ricky would meet at the quarterback, right? I'm oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, if you were Cam, if one of you two were Cam Jordan, you'd be both arguing over who's going. We ain't getting no half sack. I, I got here first. <laughs> And we and Mike and you, you, you hit the hit. You, you're right. That's exactly you know who we all were, and we found a way to make it work and blend it together. And um, I tell Ricky Jackson this all the time. And me and Ricky Jackson, I love him. He's like my brother, and I'm like his little brother. I like to think of. But um, I think I I helped his career his last seven years because I I gave him a real reason to come to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was the guy there, but I challenged him. I challenged him. 
And uh, he loved getting to the quarterback, man, and I did too. And, man, we had a great time. But I, I really – hey, man, I, I think together, man, there was no better tandem on the outside than me and Ricky Jackson. I don't care what no one says. And I've – this is a weird kind of – I don't even sure it's a question, but I've always thought that because as a, as a group – that linebacker core is a different defense in a 3-4 was so much better but that maybe it 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 hurt some individual statistics i mean there's only so many quarterback pressures there's only so many sacks an individual can get but the group was so dominant but you know when you're playing with such standout talent it it kind of you know it's hard like i say there's only so many sacks out there right and, and there is and, 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 you know, Mike, um, there's always arguments. And I, I tell people all the time, um, man, they don't, I, don't think, I don't think these sports writers these days really get it about what we've really done uh, as a group. And you're right, because we were such a dominant group. But also, man, me and Ricky Jackson played every down. We didn't, whether it was run and shoot or whether they were running the ball down someone's throat, you know, we played the whole darn ball game, all four of us. And, I, and I'll tell you something, too. Vaughn Johnson was the coverage at 270 pounds. He was the coverage linebacker on third down. Wow, I don't think I remember that. That's that's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Most of the time, Sam would come out, and Vaughn was the coverage backer on third down in our nickel and dime packages. Good gosh. I mean, that's unheard of. I mean, these kids now, 220 pounds. Vaughn Johnson was 270 pounds. (laughs) Hey, man, I, I'll put my. I'll always. I don't care whether it's twenty eighteen or twenty ninety or or nineteen eighty six. I'll put our group against any linebacker crew that will ever play this game, man. But I'm sure, and it, it is. I do admit it's a different defense that they're they're playing now. Um, because you'll see a lot more two linebacker. Well, first off, it's a four three to begin with, yeah. but you'll see a lot more two linebacker. Right. But as you watch Demario Davis and this young Pete Werner coming alive, you must see a very stout uh, duo right there. Oh, I love them. I love the way they play. Uh, Demarle Davis, I mean, he's one of the best. I, I, hey, man, I, I love the way he get the ball. But I'm going to tell you something, man. Pete Warner has earned my respect. Man, that cat is everywhere. He makes every darn play. Um, you, you know what's funny, though, Mike? I look at Pete, and he looks like a damn safety. And I'm wondering, what is that number 20 doing up in that hole? But, man, he sure brings it, man. But he looks like a safety to me. But I get, and you know what my son Trey told me? He says because it's a 20 number. Maybe if he had a 50 number, he might look bigger. But he plays his butt off. And I, hey, let me tell you something. He's a Pro Bowl cat. Warner's going to be a Pro Bowl cat. Well, you ought to know. You, you made he's five that, of them. But let me tell you, you're right. I, I hate he's that, he's the, that good. These, he's new that good. No, these new numbers for linebackers, like number five, Divine Diablo. I mean, I, I think you're right. I think if he was wearing 60, you know, 69 or 91 or 58, he would go. Right. He'd, he'd, he'd look bigger, but you're right. They, believe me, as a play-by-play guy, <laughs> nobody hates the numbering system worse than me. It's been tough. It's, it's, I it's know been y'all tough. do, man. It's, it's got to be tough to call the games with all those different numbers, man. But um, uh, Pete Warner and, and, and those, I mean, we got two of the best inside backers in the league, and they, those guys really play hard. What's what is utilizing your time these days as we, as we wind down here? What I, mean, I know you had a birthday uh, last week. You probably thought I wasn't oh, gonna, no, probably no, thought I wasn't no, going to mention don't that. Me, but don't worry, you're you're, don't you, me, you're younger than me, so don't worry about it. But what 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 utilizes <laughs> utilizes your time these days? I'm still, I'm in a real estate development building. I'm still building buildings downtown. I'm still involved in real estate. 
Um, that's all. I, I've done that for the last 30 years. I love, I love getting a little dirty. I'm getting a little older, so I can't get as dirty as I used to. But um, right now, I'm, I'm building downtown, uh, uptown New, New Orleans, just uh, building buildings. And um, I got my son, Patrick, works for me. Uh, Trey and Bruce, my other two boys, have just uh, finished Georgia Tech. And um, uh, Bruce is about to get into the uh, construction business as a project manager in Atlanta with a big company. And uh, Trey wants to play football. So, hey, man, I'm just loving my family. I got four grandkids, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Um I got one due here in the next hour. I'm heading to the hospital. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but, uh, hey, within 16 months, I have four grandbabies. Man, it's not a oh. race. It's not a contest. Tell them to slow down. In, hey, Mike, let me ease into it. But uh, I guess they feel some other way. But I tell you what, I'm having a wonderful time with my grandbabies. Well, Pat, you, you know, it's been great because last week we had Fred McAfee and Devery Henderson and, you know, for you and me, I mean, that, that, those are my people, right? I mean, that, that's that's when I was oh, yeah. a young kid in 1988 and 89. Today's All Saints Day, the 56th anniversary uh, of the Saints getting their franchise in 1966, the 16th franchise, and the 15th franchise was Atlanta. So already the rivalry was born, right, in the 60s. Right. Well, I appreciate your time, my friend, and uh, look forward to seeing you on Monday night and, you know, tip of the hat to, to Sam Mills and his family. Thank you so much, Mike. All right, Pat. Enjoy. Good luck with the uh, grandchild right, there. Thanks for listening, everyone, tonight. My thanks to Pat Swilling and, of course, Saints Executive VP and General Manager Mickey Loomis. Saints and the Ravens Monday night. Let's make it two in a row. This has been the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t